This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hi, cat lovers. This is Rita Reimers with 19 cats and counting. Yes, I still have 19 and only 19, even though uh, people are trying to make me push back to 20. I'm not doing it. (laughs) We have a wonderfully special guest on today, Sonia Petkovich, who is founder and owner of Meowtow Cat Sitting Service. I'm so excited to talk with her. But of course, first, we have to take a little pause for the cause. We'll be right back after this message from our wonderful sponsors. Do you want a cat litter that absorbs odor-causing wetness like a parched desert cactus? Well, Arvin Hammer's got a litter for you. New Absorbex with dry desert minerals. Wetness disappears like a Texas raindrop on a hot tin roof. Odor? Adios. It's lightweight, lightning-fast, odor-absorbing, desert-dry cat litter. Get $4 off now at armandhammer.com slash bounty. New Absorbex from Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting and special guest, Sonia Petkovich, owner and founder of Meowtel. Sonia, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Actually, I should have thrown in a cat pun there, but I, I failed. I apologize. Oh, you, you have like the perfect last name to be somebody in the pet care industry. Petkovich. People think it's my stage name. I have to tell them, nope, I was actually born with this name. It was meant to be. That is so funny. Yes, definitely meant to be. And and I believe in fortuitous ventures like that. I do want to tell everyone that, as you know, I was owner and founder of Just for Cats Pet Sitting for approximately 18 years. And when I wanted to sell the business, I came upon Meowtel. And I was so impressed that Sonia has built a company with the same ethics that I have, the same dedication to kitties that I have. It was a no-brainer to sell my company to Sonia. And Just for Cats Pet Sitting is now part of Meowtel. And I'm so thrilled about that. I'm just looking at her website again. If you've not been to Meowtel.com, you should go look at it just because of the really cute kitty video up at the top. It's just a wonderful website. It is woman-owned and operated, as Sonia says. So how did you get started in this? My background is makes zero sense. So I was working corporate for a Fortune 200 company doing sales and marketing. And my childhood kitty traveled all around the country with me as I got various mm-hmm. promotions with the company. And by the time I ended up in Richmond, Virginia, she was a senior girl. She was about 14 years old. And I knew... Mm-hmm. You know, she was starting to develop some chronic kidney issues and she might not have that much time left. And given that I had to travel so much for work, she was left home so much of the time. And after she ended up passing, I just felt a lot of remorse and sadness mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I couldn't give her a better life because there's there was no service or nationwide company out there uh, that I could trust to come into my home and give her the proper care that she sure. required. Mm -hmm. So I was like, gosh, dang it, I'm just 
going to go out and do this myself if no one else is going to. Oh, you sound like me. Uh -huh. that's, that's pretty much why I did it. How funny. Yeah. And, you know, Rover and Wag had been around for a few years and they're so dog focused. Cat people don't want dog solutions. So right. I just decided to pour my personal savings into creating this company and taking it from an idea to an actual revenue generating entity. And fast forward five years later, here we are today and we operate coast to coast and we have amazing sitters and our customers love us. So it's been a really exciting journey. You serve all the major locations and then some. I mean, I'm looking at your website, Dallas, Austin, New York, Los Angeles, of course, Chicago, San Francisco, and so many other places and some parts of Charlotte now since you uh, took my little Carolina's operation yes. under your wing as well. It made sense to have you take that over too since you took our LA. Well, I sold your LA interests. And I know a lot of my former clients are so happy with the service they get from Meowtel and a lot of my sitters went with you as well. So what were the hurdles in first, I know what I went through, but especially since yours is nationwide, what were some of the hurdles you went through getting started? I think understanding what the right service offering is and who are the right people to be our sitters. That was a huge learning curve for us. Mm -hmm. You know, at the time when I started the company, I was, you know, looking back on it, I was so young. I was like 26 years old. I was like, great. All of our customers and all of our sitters will be like me, millennial, loves cats. Um, <laughs> easy peasy, right? And as we grew and as we started to get our first couple of sitters, this is much more than just pet sitting. Um, yes. You have to be excellent with customer service. You have to be detail oriented. You have to be able to read between the lines. You have to be a cat whisperer. So finessing our vetting process for our sitters has is an ongoing process for us. And right. I think we're at a point where it's at, at a good point now, which is good, but there's always room for improvement. And then getting customers is always difficult. Luckily, we have digital channels now, such as Google and Yelp and Facebook. But those channels can get really expensive really quickly. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why it's so important to find the right sitters so that you generate that word of mouth, which I think just for cats did an excellent job of both um, on the West Coast and in the Carolinas. Um, Thank you. Raving about it for almost two decades. And so we're just trying to continue that. So it's a really nice flywheel of people having a great experience, telling all of their kitty loving friends, and then they come back and use Meowtel whenever they travel. So being a two-sided marketplace, there's always customer challenges and sitter challenges, but you know we're tackling them one day at a time. Yeah, sitter challenges. I went through quite a lot of that because there's people that really think this is like a, an easy hobby type job, but it, it's not. It requires a lot of different skill sets. And that's another thing too, that not every client appreciates the type of person that will come to a specialized cat sitting service is very different than somebody who just lets any old person into their home. Yeah. And I know we charged a premium for being that specialty service. And most of our clients, the ones that became long-term clients really appreciated that we didn't come in smelling like we've just been on a dog walk yeah. or approaching the cats. Like you would a dog. You can't rush approach a cat. Like, like you could some dogs, you know, you have to be a little more tentative and quiet and not so boisterous and loud when you come into first meet a kitty client. Absolutely. And I always joke with my own clients, I basically spend the visit like rolling around on the floor with the cat because that's their domain. They want I you to be on their level and 
it's just, yeah, it's so different from dogs. And once you understand that, it's much easier to build a sustainable service and company around this. And your sitters, I take it, they're all cat lovers and cat moms and dads, too. That was one of our big selling points was, you know, you have a cat mom or cat dad coming to take care of your kitty, someone who understands what they need. Yes, you would definitely have to have cat experience. Some of our sitters don't have cats now either because their living situation doesn't allow them or their sure. cats passed. So we're understanding of those situations. We, yep. But yeah, we attract the diehard cat people for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I love the name Meowtel. You know, Rover and Wag are definitely, there's nothing wrong with them, but they are dog centric. Yeah. And even a lot of the, the smaller pet sitting companies, if you look at their websites, they're all dog centric, dog focused. Even some of the scheduling software we were looking at was dog focused. Yeah. So finding um, a company that understands cats and their particular needs, a lot of cat parents are just over the moon to find something like that. Yeah, and the crazy thing is people are always asking me, well, what about those houses that have both dogs and cats? Is Mm -hmm. the service applicable there? And I'm like, actually it is. More and more people are traveling with their dogs. Yes. Um, So the cat still has to stay home Mm -hmm. to watch the kitty. So yes, we cater to all types of pet households, even you know snakes, lizards, whatever it might be. But the cats are always the center of what we focus on. Yeah, for sure. We had that too, where they would say, oh, don't worry about the dog. He's going with us. But sometimes we would come upon some strange additional pets to take care of along with the cat. Like, for example, one time we had to take care of a snake and the sitter was a little bit, you know, weirded (laughs) out by that. Have you come across any strange situations like that? Yeah, I think the strangest one was a snake. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, just strange reptiles. Maybe a spider once, like a pet tarantula. Oh! And the sitters always reach out to us like, what are we supposed to do? Can we sit the weird pets? I'm like, it's up to you. It's your call. If you're comfortable, great. If not, don't take on the client. Exactly. When we finally took the one that had the snake, we were okay with it as long as we didn't have to feed anything live. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the minute we have to do that, we're out of here. Yes, I agree. (laughs) So I understand you accomplished something that I had wanted to do. You are launching or have launched a brand new mobile app for Meowtel. Tell me about that. Yeah, so we launched in the Google Play and Apple App Store about two weeks ago. It took about over a year to create it based on our current web setup. Um, So we were adapting the web version over to the mobile app and you don't even realize how much goes into it between the design of every single screen that your users will see to making sure the API calls are correct and the database is logging everything and storing the information that we need most. And it took a lot of rounds of testing and going back to the developers and Uh and forth. But after that about year long process, we're here, we're live, we're still debugging. Um, But this is exactly what our users want. Just push notifications, real time alerts when their sitter arrives, photos and videos going through the app itself and not having to exchange personal phone numbers, setting the foundation for the next level to really scale up as quickly as we can and find more cat people to service. I love that. And I bet especially repeat customers love that because they can just go right in and click, click, click and book their sitter. More new clients, I would imagine, really want to talk with somebody first, which was something we always 
mandated that we needed to have a conversation with new clients, you know, to make sure we were sending a sitter into a safe environment and to make sure we were a right fit for them. Yes. But then once they got going, they really hated having to call the office, (laughs) even though they could, you know, schedule through our, our website. They really wanted that mobile app. So I'm so happy you have that available. Yeah, just for cats, customers, they still like to call in and chat Mm -hmm. and see what we're up to. And, you know, they're slowly making the transition to just going in and booking on their own because we live in the digital world, everything's on demand. So it's been a good transition. I think January, you know, was our biggest hurdle with onboarding the sitters. But ever since then, it's been really, really good. Yeah, January, right behind the busy holiday season. You really Um, timed that right. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think it was you reached out on like January 1st or December yeah. 31st. Like the timing was, I mean, hindsight 2020, the timing was great to get yeah, all that just, before COVID, but yeah. Yeah. We'll get with the COVID in a second, but yeah, the, the reason I sold just for cats is, you know, especially being here in the Carolinas closer to my, my parents, I really needed more time, more free time. And the way my company was set up was not quite, as hands-off as parts of yours are. Everything was a phone call, a series of phone calls, hands-on walking people through everything. And once you get into the number of clients that we had, and we were doing over half a million in business every year, the last couple of years, it's just not sustainable to have every single person calling for every single reservation. So you have this, you know, they can call, they can do the automated. I'm sure that takes a lot of burden off of your office staff. Yep. And I I also love the fact that your sitters are a lot more autonomous than ours were. In fact, that they, they actually set their own rates and set their own parameters for what kind of jobs they want to take. So it's really a, a great hybrid of yeah. hands-on and automation that we just didn't have in order to sustain the growth we had. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that pandemic. First, let's take a little break. We're about a minute early, but let's take our little break now. Um, we have to have another one of our awesome sponsors tell us all about their products and services. And we'll be right back to talk more with Sonia Petkovich, owner and founder of Meowtel Pet Sitting Service. Looking for a dental treat that does more for your dog? Daily Dose is a two-in-one chew that pairs a daily dental scrub with powerful supplements to help with the biggest health concerns facing our dogs. Daily Dose was developed by vets to be simple to use and super effective. Plus, dogs love the taste. Available for joint, skin, heart health, or calming. Daily Dose, your pet's daily dose of awesome. Visit yourpetsdailydose.com to save $3 on your first bag with promo code PETLIFE. That's yourpetsdailydose.com. I have a chocolate cocker spaniel named Lady and a blackmouth cur, and it's a lot of responsibility owning a dog. My dogs don't have any health problems because they're eating what they need to eat. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Dynavite is like pouring a multivitamin right onto their food. We'll be scooping our Dynavite, then squirting the lick of chops and the fish oil. They start salivating. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite at D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Pet 
And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting, talking again with Sonia Petkovich, owner and founder of Meowtel. Uh, we were just about to start talking about how this pandemic has affected the pet sitting industry. So what is happening in your world, thanks to the wonderful COVID-19 precautions? It has been a roller coaster ride, let me tell you. I, I still clearly remember the day, I think it was March 16th. I was sitting in the office here in San Francisco with my co-founder next to me. And he looks over and he goes, you look really pale. Are you okay? And it was just because I was starting to process cancellations that were coming in every single minute. Uh Um, And basically our full backlog of reservations that had been booked were cleared out within 48 hours because no one was going to travel due to shelter in place. So that was just like, when you see this world that you've built start to crumble, you just... I mean, the only thing you can do is sort of freak out until you start to just wait and be patient and let that anxiety calm down a bit and then think about, okay, what's the next game plan? How are we going to rebuild? How are we going to pivot? What can we do in the meantime to, you know, come out on the other end stronger? So the first thing we did was we had to change our cancellation policy. So it's more flexible for our cat parents who travel plans may or may not have been canceled due to no fault of their own because all the airlines were canceling and they still are. So that was the one step we took. The second step we took was making sure our community is aware of all the safety guidelines we're putting in place for both sitters and customers. Mm-hmm. When shelter in place restrictions are lifted, they know what to expect and they feel safe having someone come into their home. So we certainly have recommended, you know, the full protocol. So mask must stay on the entire visit, hand wash upon arrival, try to limit your touching of objects in the home, Right. limit your touching of cats, unless you have clean hands that have been recently washed. And then on your way out, wipe down your phone with, you know, whatever kills those germs, whatever you want to use, Lysol or um, 70% alcohol. And then also make sure you wash your hands on the way out. So that's been working really well. And even the meet and greets mm-hmm. where sitter goes and meets the client. Those were always done in person, but now a lot of our sitters are opting to do them over Skype or FaceTime or Zoom. And that's been working out really well. So give it six to 12 months. Maybe we don't even need any more in-person meet and greets other than to exchange the key. Maybe everything can be virtual, which will save our sitters a ton of time with the commute back and forth to the client's home. That's awesome. um, What an awesome solution. Yeah. So there are some silver linings and some new learnings that we can take from this whole experience. And we've only had, I think, one sitter who said, hey, I can't take these reservations anymore because um, my husband might have been exposed. I don't want to risk it. So our sitters are being really proactive about um, being extra cautious Mm -hmm. for both the client and the kitties. Sure. I know I was still running the Carolina office of Just for Cats here when the pandemic started. And like you, I watched our calendar go (laughs) to nothing. And then our sitters, you know, what are we going to do? We need to make money. But then everybody was locked down, so they couldn't even leave the house anyway. And then it was a lot smaller here. We only had four sitters. Three of the four ended up quitting because of the fear. They didn't even want to go in people's houses. So as you know, that's when I reached out to you and said, well, we've got Barb left. (laughs) Right. And uh, the clients in her area, of course, went over to Meowtel as well, but we're still looking at panic and fear here. I mean, I live in South Carolina now, just 30 miles south of uh, North Carolina, and North Carolina has a lot more precautions in place than South Carolina does, so I pretty much don't leave my house right now because I um, every time I go to the grocery store and I see everybody out 
not to get political, this is not political, this is about COVID, but I see people without their face masks, and I know that's how my former co-host Linda Hall and her family got it, was they were all wearing their face masks, and they were around, one of them was around someone who wasn't, and they're all very sick. I don't want to get sick, and I know the sitters don't want to get sick. It's just a scary time. Yeah. And it's so not worth it. I mean, the mask is the easiest thing you can do. And if that means that will allow businesses to stay open, including cat sitting, then by all means, people should just (laughs) wear their mask. And I don't want to get political either. But it's the simplest solution for, you know, this big problem that we're facing. It is. It's it's very frustrating. You know, we're a lot of people not able to make money now because Mm -hmm. of the people who won't wear their masks that have enabled this virus to stay alive and around as long as it has. I'm glad to see that some of your reservations are picking up, though. I'm sure that certain cities are more travel-friendly than others right now. Is that is that true? Are you seeing some of your cities pick up and others not? Yeah, that's definitely true. So New York City, for example, you know, probably starting in early May, it's been really consistent. People are like, I'm tired of lockdown. I'm going to go book a month-long trip up to, you know, Maine and book a month-long reservation and just get out of here because we've been in our apartment for two months. I get um, it. <laughs> so New York has been uh, pretty steady. LA and San Francisco, we're seeing people take little driving trips over the weekend. Some mm-hmm. are taking longer trips to be back with family. So people are out and about, which you know, I've just been pleasantly surprised this whole time that it's staying steady. Now, granted, we're still well below where we should have been if oh, all right. remained the same. Um, but the fact that we have, you know, some sort of cash coming in and our sitters are staying busy and making money, that's, you know, the most important part. That's great. You know, keep the economy going, people traveling, make keeping the economy going that way. And the pet sitters and able to make our living, keeping the economy going that way. I know with uh, with Los Angeles specifically, where my company was too, we used to have quite a few people in show business that would travel between the East and West Coast. But right now, not much is in production. So I'm sure that part of uh, bookings is still down somewhat. Yeah, and before we acquired or merged just for cats in LA, we had a lot of entertainment industry people too, and they've just mm-hmm. been completely devastated. Right. So LA is an interesting mix. There's some people that are in a really great position and they're traveling, others that are completely unemployed and things aren't looking as great, um, but I can only hope that I'll get better soon. <laughs> yeah, I just had Mia Bialik on, and she has some new projects coming up. And of course, when we talked about them, she's like, well, Rita, I have a script and I have people hired to play the roles, but we can't film right now. So (laughs) (laughs) they're all wrapped up and no place to go. Everyone wants to be wearing masks on screen, which definitely isn't the case. (laughs) (laughs) Could you just see a love scene between two people with masks on? That would really be something. (laughs) Well, that might be the future in 2021. If no vaccine is out. by I I know. Right. (laughs) Now, I know we've talked a lot about Meowtel and our businesses. Do you have a cat of your own right now? 
I do. His name is Rolo Goose, or I call him Goosey for short. He's about two years old, and I actually adopted him because one of my clients in Dallas, who I sat for, she did kitten rescue, and Mm -hmm. every time I would go sit her house, there were about 12 to 15 adorable little kittens that were available for adoption. Oh, I love kittens. Yeah, it was like a sitting foster fail because she booked me for overnights, which is actually a service type that Just for Cats didn't offer, but we do offer overnights where the sitter stays in the client's home. Right. Um, we used to do that, but oh, okay. we just cool. had people who wouldn't do it. So we stopped offering it. But oh, I would love to sleep overnight with 15 yeah. kittens. Oh my gosh. Yes. So there was this one kitten who just wouldn't leave me alone. I would like flip sides while sleeping and he would just paw my face and want attention. And I was like, all right, this is my little guy. So oh. <laughs> I told the client I was going to adopt him. And here we are today. He chose you. Yeah, well, they always do. You don't have a choice. That's true. That's (laughs) very true. More than anyone. Most of my cats have come to me by, you know, rescue or showing up on my doorstep. But my last kitten I adopted, Sweetie Pie, I actually, that's the only cat I ever sought out to adopt. um, Because I had been given a little orange kitten last year, Mm -hmm. Simba, uh, friend of mine in rescue found him and she said I just know this is your cat I don't know I just well she was right but he he was so hyper when he was about four months old my older cats loved him but they were like hiding from him like keep him away from me you know Simon would look at me when Simba would crawl on his back and you could almost read help me in his eyes so so I said all right we need another kitten so I went out looking and uh, another friend of mine Doris here who's in rescue she I had asked her about another orange kitten and she said, no, that one's been adopted, but I have this little girl and she's really high energy and the foster is going crazy trying to keep her occupied. I said, sold. That's the one I want. (laughs) So sweetie pie came and within two days, she and Simba pair bonded. They're thick as thieves, but she's also become my little special baby. She still looks like a kitten, even though she's about 14 months now, she's still small, dainty little features. And, for some reason, she just loves to cuddle up right up against me, right on my neck, and purr, purr, purr. So she's become, don't tell the others, but she's become my favorite. <laughs> You're not allowed to have favorites, Rita. Oh, I just love them. They always keep you laughing, don't they? Yeah, and I think, you know, we're both single ladies, but we all we really need in life is cats, and we're completely fulfilled, you know? Yeah, somebody asked me that the other day, you know, don't you ever get lonely? I'm like, well, no, because I have so much love around me. How can I be lonely? I mean, if the right man were to come along, great, but I doubt it. I've I've been (laughs) married and, you know, it it wasn't for me. I I do much better as a solo act. I have a lot of great friends and now I'm back living close to my family and I don't know if you know this, but when I left Los Angeles, I had 17 cats and I drove cross country with 17 cats. Hold on. What kind of vehicle did you drive? (laughs) Well, at the time I was driving a Camry hybrid Uh and that that wasn't going to do it. So I really am a strong believer in fate and faith. So I went to the Toyota dealer with my Camry, which was only two years old at the time. And I said to myself, if I get I had this figure in mind. If I get offered this figure for a trade-in, I know I'm doing the right thing. So I found this Toyota RAV4 used that I really liked. So we sat down to make the deal. And the offer he wrote for my car was exactly the figure in my head that I said, if I get this, I'm going to do it. That's well, that amazing. was the sign. 
So that was the sign I knew I was doing the right thing by moving back to the Carolinas. And yep. I drove them cross-country in a Toyota RAV4. It was, um, I should write a book about the experience. It was four and a half days of pure and utter hell. Because <laughs> uh, it was just me. I was the only human aboard. Were the they first, in their own little... The first trip? night I stopped. I don't remember where I stopped, but I called my friend Jane. And I'm like, I don't know where I am, but I'm living here. I can't do this. I can't do this. And of course, she talked me off the ledge. And... <laughs> By the fourth night, I was like, it was old hat. I'm like, yeah, here we are, you know. We're going now. I had to, like, pull the, the bed apart to find them hiding under the bed. And, yeah, it was quite an ordeal. Well, but um, it was the No Cat Left Behind project. I I am so impressed. You need to definitely write a blog post or at least, like, a mini book about this, about being cross-country kitty taxi. I swear. I mean, when people tell me they're moving and they can't take their cats, I cry foul. I did it. Yep. Yep. Actually, um, funny you mentioned that. We had a client in San Diego. She was moving from San Diego to Florida. She booked one of our Meowtel sitters to drive her kitties across country. The sitter drove the client's car and then they flew back. But yeah, that's probably the craziest request we've ever received on Meowtel. I love that. That wasn't an option for me. I would have needed 17 somebody's. (laughs) (laughs) That wouldn't have worked. Oh gosh. What is one of the funniest stories you've come across in the pet sitting world? I know you've got some because I do. Oh my gosh. There's I put you on the spot now. Okay. You have to think. Okay. One thing that always needs to be brought up, and we tell all of our sitters this on every sitter success call, onboarding call that we do with them, is in home cameras, in home cameras, in home cameras. Oh yeah. You oh, are yeah. being recorded. And just some of the stuff that has been escalated to us and caught on camera, it's like really i know we're humans we're adults how did this happen so i won't go into detail but (laughs) that was like the camera footage is definitely some of the craziest stuff luckily it's it's not anything bad it's just like amusing kind of embarrassing human behavior oh yeah (laughs) and then other than that i mean it's really the kitty taxi and these one-off requests that we get the other week we actually had a new york client fly their two cats in coach alone to LA and then they booked a sitter to drive the kitties from LAX to West Hollywood. Oh um, my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah, when you hear these things, it's like, oh, there's all sorts of different services we could offer that would be really appealing to cat people specifically. So I'm sorry I didn't have any like funny, crazy things to share, but maybe well, you those have are crazy, I think. moment to share. They're just for cats. I have to say one of our funniest moments for us, and this sitter now works for you, so I won't name her. <laughs> But she's the daughter of a well-known comedian. Uh-huh. And she sent us photos of her sitting with this cat. And it was hot in the apartment. And all she had on was a bra. And I'm thinking, <laughs> okay, what if there's cameras? Now, I don't know if they know that you're the daughter of a famous comedian. But you're sitting there in your bra. Okay. We didn't really quite know what to say to her. But we were like, you know, you might want to remember there could be cameras around. And, you know. Somebody could be selling this image of so-and-so's daughter topless yeah. in their home. Yeah. So that was pretty wild. I mean, she's a great sitter. I'll tell you off air who she is, although you might be able to figure it out from what I said. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Never a dull moment. And I want to encourage everyone to go to Meowtel. That's M-E-O-W-T-E-L dot com. See if they service your area. I'm sure if you're in one of the major cities that Sonia and her gang can take great care of your kitties. Looks like our half hour is up. Aw, that 
that went fast, didn't I know, it? I it did. Anything else you want to say before we close the show? Just thanks so much for having me. Thanks for all that you do, Rita, and the great business oh. that you built over the nearly two decades. So yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Well, thank you for taking excellent care of my former clients and all of your clients as well, as well as our wonderful kitty care specialists. This is Rita Reimers signing off with one last plea. Please keep Linda Hall and her family in your prayers as they continue to battle COVID-19. Tune in next week. You never know who's going to be on the show. Thanks, Mark Winter, for all you do in production. And remember, every day is Catter Day. Let's Talk Pets. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.